a lot of work that I do for this, just saying. I've not really been watching that much because I think we basically just recorded. So I have watched some Bluey. I think we yes. talked about that. Yes. I'm, watching, I'm watching some Bluey. I have been watching some Supernatural with my daughter, and we are on the last episode of Shadow and Bone. Both my son and daughter have been watching that, and they really like it. We had to put it on hold, though, because my daughter got COVID again, yeah. and so she's been quarantined to her room for a week. And then I watched the first episode of Archive 81, 54, 62. I don't remember the number. It's got an 8 in it. You're right there. So I think it's 81 on Netflix. And so far, I like it a lot. The episodes are really long. They're all like an hour long. Why is every episode of everything like an hour long? Who gets an hour to just sit? Me. Me. I do. (laughs) But I want to binge it. Like, I just need like a day where these people aren't in my house because we had some snow and then apparently the whole county has COVID or is being quarantined for COVID because they just went ahead and said, you know what, let's just everybody stay home and get over this so we can get back at it. But that's it. That's all that I've watched. Meanwhile, Michigan's like, hold my beer. Let's see how many kids we can get with COVID (laughs) in one room at the same time. <laughs> I mean, they're not, not shit shut down here. Nothing. nothing Winner at all. and still champion, Michigan. <laughs> Come on now. See, here's the thing: is that our governor shut everything down during shutdown and was like for right. so strict, and people gave her so much shit. She's like, "Fuck it, you guys, go for it." <laughs> what happens happens. Fuck you guys. I don't know. That's like it's like the CDC now. They're just like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Just go, you guys do what you want. Go lick some doorknobs. <laughs> you guys are fine. Yes. Uh, okay. So what have I been watching? I watched a couple first episodes of stuff because it's all that was out. There's a new series on HBO Max called Somebody Somewhere. It's got Bridget Everett. She's a comedian and she's a singer. Um, I don't even really know what the premise of the show is. It's just she's it's like a half hour show um, she's struggling because her sister died, and then she runs into somebody from that she was in show choir in in high school. Like, I don't know. After that first thirty minutes, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know. What, and then she sang a song, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with that one. I binged the entire series, which the episodes I think are only thirty minutes of Normal People on Hulu. I had just read the book, and after the first two chapters of the book, I'm like, I have to watch the series. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, the two main characters have incredible chemistry. It feels like they are in a relationship and it feels almost like voyeuristic to watch because it's felt very real. I highly recommend. Um, and then just yesterday, I think it's season four of Ozark dropped and season three of Servant dropped. Um, Servant is on Apple TV. Ozark is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I watched the first two episodes of, no, uh, episode and a half of Ozark. And then um, Servant, I forgot the Apple's stupid, and they only release an uh, episode at a time. <laughs> so that was the first, <laughs> I watched the first episode of Servant, and I was putting a puzzle together at the same time, so I was missing shit, so I might have to go back and watch it again, because there's they do a lot of, like, jump scares and shit and that, and I missed a bunch of it, so 
I don't know. Well, I'll go back to that. You don't like those anyway. I really don't. But, you know, it was a lot of stuff like people going, <gasps> and I was like, well, what just happened? Because I wasn't watching the TV. <laughs> so what's she okay, freaking okay. out about? <laughs> so I, have to, I have to go back. All right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, well, hi everybody. Welcome to That's So Original Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm here with Tiffany. Tiffany, Tiffany, how you doing? I'm good. We stayed up until 3.30 in the morning last night watching TikTok videos. Holy shit. <laughs> and then Did you just do that like another night last week? That seems to be our, our it seems to be our new like family thing is that my oldest and I do that and my middle one falls asleep on the couch because he can't hang. So that's just what we've been doing. It's like, and then we got up really got up. Uh, my dogs got me up early, but the kids got up late and then we went and got breakfast. It's almost like we were hungover this morning. So it's, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, solidarity Middleborough. I cannot, I, I cannot hang. He cannot get three, past till the, three o'clock. <laughs> he cannot get past 11. He's my kid that falls asleep in every movie. He just has never been able to stay awake. That's me. 11 is really pushing it. All right. So today uh, we are talking about Yellow Jackets, episode two. This one is called F Sharp. And I really hate how they do this with some of these shows where they pick the most obscure part of the episode. Literally, somebody says one thing. It's not related to a single solitary other part of the episode. And they're like, yep, that's it. That's the title right there. Yeah. It's so dumb. Okay, I'll start us off this week. Okay. And we first started with a previously on. And as they're doing the recap of episode one, I'm like, I can't believe that we didn't make a Mighty Ducks joke when they were all shouting buzz, buzz, because it's such a ripoff of quack, 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 quack. And we totally let that one go. But I don't think anyway. I've watched Mighty Ducks since I was a kid, and I didn't watch the new series, so it was over oh my, my head. God. I know. Okay, see, so we just watched all three over spring break this past year, last mm. year, so it's fresh in my head. There you go. Okay, back on the plane, and it's still going down. It's you, yelling you know. timber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yelling timber. And Van is trying to get her oxygen mask to pop out. She's like, banging on the ceiling above her head. Lorley is still praying. Everyone else is screaming except Misty. And then, hey, there's the service carts flying through the aisle. So now I can get my Coke. Finally. God, where are the flight attendants, by the way? I think it was one of the many people that was hitting the floor and then the ceiling in like the last episode. I think it was one of them. And then at one point, I think the beverage cart goes flying and hits a flight attendant and sends her into the cockpit. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, cut to the phone ringing in Misty's room in 1992. It's some bitch named Becky, because of course it's a Becky. (laughs) Oh my god, Becky. (laughs) Oh my god, Becky. Becky is just calling to do Misty a solid and let her know that some guy named Robbie is telling everyone that you guys did anal in the janitor's closet. And Misty's like, well, for your information, I've never even been in that closet. And they they were like, oh. She doesn't deny the whole thing. She's like, I've never been in that closet. And and then they're like, oh, oh, really? So which closet did you do it in? And she was like, I I mean, like, none of the closets. And they were like, so if you didn't do anal, then what were you doing? And she's like, I didn't do anything. They were like, ha, ha, LOL, of course you didn't. No one would want to do anal with you, Misty. I'm like, is that like a benchmark of how cool you are? Like, 
how many people want to do anal with you. I mean, that's I mean, I am not and cool. I am not <laughs> Clearly a bottom rung here. Misty <laughs> says, I love this. Misty's like, that's fine. Opinions are the wilderness between knowledge and ignorance. That's Plato. BTW. And Becky <laughs> calls her a weirdo and hangs up. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, Missy is a weirdo. What if Becky had come back with, like, and here's some <laughs> Aristotle for your ass? Yes! <laughs> fuck you, Missy. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, you take it to back to the plane. Back okay. to the plane. Back to the future on the plane. So the plane yeah. has crashed. I mean, we are, we are crashed. We are, we are down. Uh-huh. Missy is, takes her oxygen mask off, and she's like, everything is dark, and then there's wire sparking, and everyone is screaming and crying. We see one girl who is impaled through the throat by a tree branch. It's pretty brutal. Oh, God. There's a huge ball of fire, and one girl is just on fire. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Yeah, <laughs> she, she just running like ah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Maybe that's the flight attendant. I don't know. Okay, yeah, there you go. There could be. Um, they give me my coke. Come on. See, the thing is that there is very little sympathy from any of these girls for anybody else. They're like, I don't care. <laughs> So Misty goes for the exit door, but of course she can't open it because it's jammed or, you know, she's weakling. Who knows? So Taisa comes up and they start banging on it. And Nat is screaming from her seat because she's pinned. And Jackie is screaming at Shauna to get the fuck up and get out because there's a fire and we need to get out of here. So they all start pushing on the door and like all fall out. I thought they'd be up higher and then they were going to like go tumbling down to the ground, but they didn't. Um, <laughs> So Jackie is dragging Shauna down the aisle when they hear Van yelling for help. She's pinned in her seat by her seatbelt. Like, the her seat has tipped forward, and she's stuck, and so the seatbelt won't unlatch. But the big ball of fire is directly behind her seat. So Shauna's like, oh, my God, we got to help her. And she's trying to undo the seat, help the seatbelt. She can't do it either. And Jackie's like, we can't, and, like, just drags her away. And so they just jump out into the chaos of the woods, which is just pieces of plane and fire and hurt girls. But the thing is, Jackie was pushing them to get out of that plane because it was going to blow up, but they st- stood right next to it for a really long yeah. time. Like, whoo, <laughs> we made it! <laughs> you don't think we should get farther away from this thing that's full of gas and it's on fire? No, it's fine. <laughs> So Shauna, like, kind of, because Shauna's been like, what the fuck, this whole time. And she kind of wakes up enough, and she's like, oh, my God, we have to go back in. We have to get Van. And just as she's, like, she's running for back for the plane, Jackie stops her, and the plane explodes. And, like, nobody seems to care. Everybody, <laughs> nobody else seems to react to the explosion. Tace is like, Van? Van? You don't see Van? And then she asks the coach's older son, who, like, ignores her because he's too busy being emo. And Misty's laying on the ground, and she's coughing when she hears, like, the coach groaning. So she's like, oh, my God, there's adults. We have adults that can take care of this. So she starts running to look for him. She runs past the cockpit where we see the two pilots are dead. And they she finds younger coach. He's on the ground. And he's, his leg is pinned under, which I think it's part of the wing, mm-hmm, but yeah. it's a big, heavy piece of metal. So the girls work together, lift it up, and pull him out. And the minute they do, they realize his leg is just hamburger, mm-hmm. and he passes out. They all scream. One girl pukes. Shona and Jackie come running, and Jackie's like, there's nothing we could do! When all of a sudden, Van jumps out like, surprise, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, guys. She's like a... She was like a horror movie villain. She's like, ha! 
wrote this, but that made me laugh really freaking hard. Thought you killed me, but you didn't. <laughs> so Thais was like, oh my god, and tackles her and hugs her. Um, meanwhile, Misty has just quietly walked over and grabbed an axe that she found. And it's not even a regular axe. It looks like some med- medieval, like, Viking axe. I don't, I don't know if that was yes, in. It if I don't know if it was in her luggage or where that came from. I googled. <laughs> I'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> so she starts walking. She's kind of dragging it behind her. And she just walks over to Coach and she just, whoops, chops his leg off. And Nat yells, what the fuck? And Missy just gets to work. She takes her belt off. She makes a tourniquet. And then she, um, she's like, come on, we got to move him. We got to move him. Get him away from this fiery ball of plane. And right. Chop, chop. Yeah. The music starts playing. Literally. It's Tracy Bonham who also sang the, the, I think it's the same mm-hmm. song, that little fish, little fish song. She's like, I'm hungry. I'm dirty. I'm losing my mind. Everything's fine. That was like my favorite song. I know. I love that song. I Googled because I was like, okay. Where the hell did she get this axe? And then I was like, are axes something that are on planes just as a general rule? And apparently the answer is yes. They keep axes on planes per Google as a firefighting device. Yeah, but, so, it, but, but also, like it was just randomly there. It wasn't you would think it'd been like in some kind of like It's case. in a compartment yeah, allegedly something. behind the pilot is what my Goog machine told me. So it wouldn't just be maybe, laying on the ground. <laughs> like, Misty knows it, where to find it because she knows Plato. She knows everything. She does. Anyway, title card. Cut to 2021 with Misty, Christina Ricci, on a date. And she's listing stuff that turns <laughs> her on. And this is so weird. She's like, <laughs> muscular calves, knuckles. Goals, escalators, <laughs> steamed clams. And then she's like, what about you, Stan? And he's like, um, the usual stuff, uh, hair. And she's like, hey, I have hair. <laughs> That's great. Okay. And the waitress comes over and they have one drink in front of them. And Stan is like uh, ready for the check. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, I don't think I need a second drink. I got to get up really early tomorrow for work. Yeah, work. And Missy's like, it's six o'clock. And <laughs> didn't you just tell me that you got fired? And he's like, oh, yeah, um, I didn't say I got fired. I was just saying something about restructuring in the company. And he's totally terrified of Misty. So he's like, yeah, you know what? Actually, I guess I will take that second drink and some menus. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Because I think if I try to walk out right now, she's going to stab me with that salad fork. Back to the plane and Nurse Misty in 1996. She's ripping up cloths to make bandages. She has appointed herself head bitch in charge for sure see she's like redoing bandages on one of the coach's sons because it's not tight enough and the girl who was trying to do it is like how do you know how to do all this stuff and she says duh i took the red cross babysitting class twice I and took I that am class confident. too. I took that class too. I was just getting ready to say they did not cover amputation or tourniquets but okay misty misty says they need to disinfect the coach's wound the young coach she's like what about the bar cart and Lottie says, there wasn't one. It was just soda. And another girl is like, well, maybe someone snuck some on. And then they all look at Natalie. And she's like, wow. I mean, I did. But <laughs> wow. She says that it's in her bag, though. And she doesn't know where that ended up. Because, I mean, obviously, there's just stuff everywhere. 
Van is going through a bag and finds a bottle of something and a, I don't know, nail it's polish? Sea, it's Seabreeze, the, the oh, astringent, your face astringent. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, I, I couldn't figure out what it was. I thought it was maybe nail polish remover. It's Jackie's. And she starts to argue that, hey, that's mine. And then she's like, okay, never mind. So they pour whatever this is on his leg and he screams. And this is when he kind of realizes, oh, I'm really fucked up. And Misty is about to tell him that, she had to chop off his leg, but Thais is like, oh, you're fine. You're you're banged up, but you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And I think he just passes out again from the pain of having that stuff poured on it. And she's like, are you really that sick to tell him you chopped your leg, his leg off with an axe? And I was like, kind of. It's, Missy, I was it's just pretty like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's the coolest thing I've done today. I was like, I'm like 15. So yeah, telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> So back in modern day, Shauna is driving and she is calling to tell her daughter to take the meat out of the freezer. Callie is vaping in her room and obviously too busy to worry about taking the ground chuck out of the freezer. And while Shauna's distracted, she's in a construction zone and she ends up rear-ending a dude. He gets out and he looks like a scruffy Tom Hiddleston. So a little Loki action going on. It's kind of cute. And she calls him a fucking asshole while he's in the middle of asking, like, are you okay? And he says, wow, usually it takes people a few minutes to figure out I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> cool. And I just love, she says, what is this? Adorable? Are you trying to be adorable <laughs> with me? <laughs> and I was like, what? And then she, she's very blamey for someone who rear-ended him. And he tells her as much. She's like, you're so mad and yet so wrong. They go through the whole thing of like, he doesn't, he says, you know, your van is in worse shape than my truck. We don't have to notify insurance. I know a guy who owns a body shop. And he owes me a favor. So he grabs her arm and writes his number on her arm. And then she kind of gives him a flirty look. And she grabs his arm and writes her number on his arm. Turns out his name is Adam. And he is adorable. So Mm -hmm. I think we'll be seeing more of him. I think so, too. Shauna must have been on her way to couples therapy with Jeff. Because you know what? That's how things are. The therapist is asking how their sex is. And Shauna's, they both kind of look at each other like, "Uh, are we supposed to be doing that? (laughs) Because we don't do that anymore. Shauna says they're busy and Jeff is gone a lot with feeble excuses. So we we just don't do it. Therapist says marriage lives in the heart, but dies in the genitals or some nonsense. She just kind of waves in general areas. Yeah, to this general area. And then she signs him a homework to have sex and share a fantasy they've never shared before. Shauna's like, yeah, no. And Jeff says, awesome, because that's how in sync they are. And I did notice, they flash back to that wall. I saw that wedding picture that you were talking about, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah, duh, there they are. Yeah. yeah. Very young. They got married very, very young. young. So I, I want to know mm-hmm. what's up with that. So do I. Did he wait for her for those 19 months? I can't wait. What if she was, preg- anyway. what if she was pregnant when she was out there? What if she gets pregnant while she was out there? Oh, weird. I know. I've but, thought about it both ways. By the one-legged coach? <laughs> <laughs> by emo boy i don't know no emo boy has another has another friend okay back with misty and stan who has had to give her a ride because her car wouldn't start so So weird weird. oh my god God. (laughs) (laughs) he pulls up in front of her house and he they just sit there and he's like so you're getting out or and she invites him inside but he hesitates and she's like okay it's because i'm ugly right and he says no i think you're um crazy but and she interrupts and she says 
I mean, if you thought I was pretty, you'd come inside. And she is a master manipulator. Mm-hmm. So he comes inside because what's he going to do? Tell this crazy lady that he, he, she's not pretty? Okay. So she's about to introduce him to one of her birds when, oh, here's Natalie holding the rifle, sitting in her living room. And she says, hey, Misty, you crazy fucking bitch. Stan's like, okay, I'm going to go. That's my and- elk. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Natalie. <laughs> Missy's like, oh, hey, Nat, it's been a minute. And Natalie says, I guess you know why I'm here. And Missy says, the postcard. And Nat says, yep, and throws it at her. And Misty picks it up off the floor. On the front of the postcard, there's a picture of some beautiful mountains, and it says, wish you were here. And then on the back, there's nothing but a symbol that the best way I can describe it is it looks like a girl's bathroom symbol with a peg leg and then a line through it. And Missy asks, well, what do you think it means? And Nat points the gun at her head and says, you tell me. And Missy says, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. She goes in the kitchen, grabs the same postcard out of a cabinet and says, you think I sent it? Well, no, because look, I got one too. And Nat says exactly what I was thinking. Like, well, how do I know you didn't just send it to yourself? And Missy says, well, how do I know you didn't send it to yourself? So they go to a bar to discuss who sent the postcard because that makes sense. It does. Yeah, sure. Natalie drinks a shot of something and then she follows it with a PBR. I'm like, oh God, have some standards, Nat. Jeez. And Missy tells Nat. <laughs> this made this me very laugh exciting really <laughs> This is very exciting. She is a citizen detective. And Nat's like, what the fuck is a citizen detective? She's like, oh, it's great. It's like we're PIs, except for no one hired us or asked for our help. And yet here we are. And I was like, maybe we should do that. I but, think we should do that. <laughs> that sounds fun. Missy's like, okay, well, we need to just open our investigation. We need to first figure out like, what this person who sent the postcards wants. And Natalie says, well, obviously they want to scare us. It's obviously a threat. Missy hands Nat a stack of papers that she has accumulated over time about the people who were in the crash, what they've been doing since. So Jessica, the reporter, I'm doing air quotes, card is in there. Missy tells Nat that this is somebody who claims to be a reporter, but she doesn't think that she actually is. And Natalie says, well, how would you know about the symbol anyway? And Missy says, well, maybe somebody else talked. In this stack of stuff, Natalie notices a copy of a license and says, oh, you found Travis? Missy says, he sure didn't want to be found. A waitress comes over just then and tells them that a guy over there ordered drinks for you. And they're like, okay. And this guy walks over and it's Kevin. And I guess it's somebody they knew in high school. And Natalie says, oh, it's really nice to see you, but kind of ignores her. And he gives her his card, which says he's a private investigator. They're all over. No, he's Tells a detective. Tells her to call him. He's a detective. Oh, he's a detective. Mm-hmm. Tells her to call him, you know, now, 20 years from now, whenever. And this is when we find out that Kevin is Roderick. Kevin I know. is emo boy. Because we didn't know Kevin's name before then. Natalie throws some money on the table, takes the copy of the license, and walks out. Yes, and then Misty pockets Kevin's card so fast. Like, this will come in (laughs) handy later. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so back at the crash, one of the JV girls who is nameless, we don't know who she is. Um, she's one that was just that got on the plane and they told her that JV, you don't you don't get a seat, blah blah blah. She's just marveling at how Misty is taking charge and taking care of everybody. The coach's younger son, which I thought maybe he had died, is walking around going, Dad, Dad. And Taisa says, Oh shit, it's Javi. We have to go find Travis. So emo Travis is, you know, sitting on a lump. You know, just, like, I was in a crash. Today sucks. Nat tells him, well, you need to go help your brother. He's trying to get in the back in the plane, and he's looking for your dad. 
And Travis lets us all know that the door ripped open as we were going down. My dad was trying to put oxygen masks on one of you idiots and he got sucked out. So good luck finding him. And Nat's like, well, here's the thing. That fucking sucks, but your brother's still here, so maybe you should go help him. And Travis tells her to mind her own fucking business because he's too busy thinking about my chemical romance or something. Wait, it's 90s, so he wasn't quite there yet. He was smashing pumpkins or something. (laughs) Yes. So uh, this whole Thaisa storyline is just obnoxious. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. So we're at Thaisa's house, and she comes home, and she's carrying bags of food, and her wife is there, but she's upset because... Taysa missed parent-teacher conferences, and I was like, honestly, why are you upset? Who gives a shit? Unless your kid is struggling, it's no big thing. We don't even have them. You have to specially request one. It's so dumb. So, wife is mad. I don't know what wife's name is, so I'm just calling her wife. Nope. Because they already ate, and Taysa's like, well, that's why I bought these sandwiches for lunch tomorrow, and we I bought dessert for tonight. So, wife says, Sammy, the little boy, go watch TV. And this is when she breaks down, like, well, we needed you at teacher conferences because um, the teacher's concerned because he's not making friends. And Tyson's like, so how do we not know that the other kids don't suck? Because, you know, maybe he's just very particular. Tyson tells him that she was a loner at this age and she was breaking legs and shit. So there's really nothing (laughs) wrong with this kid. Tyson says, well, maybe putting him in public school is a mistake. And... I guess it's part of Thaisa's platform about education, and mm-hmm. so they had to put this kid in a public school, so it looked like, you know, she was, this was part of her platform, and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. That's dumb. Right. All right. So we are now in the bedroom with Jeff and Shauna, and they are clearing the bed for the most clinical sex that has ever been had. They are just like, our assignment is to have sex, so I guess we got to do it. Jeff is... To his boxers in no time. Shauna is on the other side of the bed pretending like she can't figure out how to unbutton her shirt. She could just easily pull it over her head, but you know, whatever. <laughs> right? He's like, okay, uh, let's circle back to that fantasy thing because I got a, a couple of ideas. I would, I would want you to pretend to be a customer at the store. And she's like, your fantasy is me pretending to buy a couch. <laughs> and he's like, ah, no, Shauna. And she's like, okay, 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 let's, let's try it. She tries to get into character, and she's just laughing. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll start. And then he's like, hey, oh, you know, welcome to the store. I'm Jeff. What, what can I? And she slips into the British accent, and she says she's here to return something. And he's like, why are you returning something to my store? Is my couch not good enough? God. And they're arguing. And then he notices the number written on her arm, and she then has to tell him about the accident he's pissed that she didn't mention it until now and he just grabs his clothes and he's like i'm going to jerk off to sports center bye i think that she noticed that jeff's flirt was very like he practiced oh like like he's done done it a thousand times so this is Uh why it's his fantasy because he does it like Mm -hmm. every other day at work yep gross back with the plane jackie's talking about how van hates her now and shauna's looking through some bags and shauna says give her some time Jackie says, for the record, I was trying to save you. So I think we're getting like a little hint of the question we had last mm-hmm. time. Like, who is in love with who? Right. And I, I think, mm, I, I think, think it's Jackie. That's a little I think it's flag. Yep. Shauna hands her some Midol and then walks away. And Lottie finds one of her bags. Uh, Laura Lee finds her bag and pulls out a teddy bear. And she's holding it when something drips on its head. And then she looks up and it drips on her head. And then she screams. Everybody runs over. And R.I.P. old man coach is up in the tree impaled by a 
branch. branch. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the word. Mm-hmm. A lot of people getting impaled. There's so much impaling on this show. It's like the third instance. Jackie <laughs> suggests that they throw something at him to see if he moves. <laughs> and they're like, we're not throwing stuff at him. Travis runs over and climbs the tree like Tarzan, and he tries to climb out onto the branch that the coach is laid out on, but the branch cracks and falls. And I was like, well, if he wasn't dead before, he (laughs) certainly is now. And the camera pans over to a tree nearby with the same signal. Same signal. Oh. Symbol? Symbol? Reboot. Reboot. With the same symbol from the postcards. Yeah, so the symbol was there before they got there. It's not something right. they created, so that's weird. That's super weird. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny that where she's like, we should throw something at him, you know. Well, she originally says rocks, and she's like, no, maybe not rocks, like a shoe or something. <laughs> maybe a shoe. <laughs> and Mia's like, you're on fire today, Jaggy. Oh, wait, that was supposed to be me. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I think Van's gonna kill Jackie. She's, she's like, well, she just—it wasn't get over like that. it was purposeful. Van, chill out. I know. So back at Thais's house, God, Thais's story. Hi. I'm so bored with her. She she has also gotten a postcard. I it wasn't clear. Maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. If it was in today's mail or it was old, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was old. So Thaisa gets called in by her wife into her son's room to read him a story and. I thought he was going to bed, but then she asked him if he wants to go to the park. And I was like, isn't it bedtime? <laughs> and he says, right. he's like, no, because I don't have any friends. And she's like, okay, well, how about? And then all of a sudden it's dark again because she starts making shadow puppets for him on the wall. And she makes, you know, a bunny. And she, I mean, she she makes a snail, which I never thought of doing before. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then no, she, it's pretty good. she makes a wolf. And as she's making it, all of a sudden she flashes back to a real wolf, like, snapping at her. So obviously this happens sometime in their time in the woods. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? That was terrifying. Let's go for a walk. She opens the curtain. Suddenly it's daytime again. And um, his window is covered with drawings, and it's pictures of eyes and like circles, like dead people, yeah, like and, stick people. and girls, and just general scariness. And it looks like all these symbols kind of like from the woods. And I was like, how does he know about this shit? What is like these are your bedtime story- stories you're telling these kids, right? And she's like, why are these on the window? Like, what's happening here? And he says he did it so that the lady in the tree can't see him anymore, because she, she watches him at night. And she's like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> And he says, yeah, she climbs the tree and she watches me and she sings, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. And I was like, you know oh that, God. you know, that's a band. <laughs> you know that band's out there like, what's <laughs> up, guys? Oh. Surprise, motherfuckers. So we're back at Shauna's and she realizes that Callie didn't take the fucking meat out of the freezer because of course she God didn't. damn it, Callie. And it's a giant thing of meat, which we'll come back later and I have problems with. When the phone rings and she answers it because I don't know who the fuck she thinks she is. It says unknown caller. I know. Who answers unknown caller. Especially no when you're getting weird shit in the mail and a, and a reporter yeah. is stalking you. Get your facts straight, Yellow Jackets mm. writers. Okay. So she's like, hello. And it's Adam, the cutie patootie she rear-ended. He wants to know why she never stopped by the shop and got her van fixed. She's like, well, how do you know I didn't stop by the shop? And he's like, because I work here and I thought the surprise would be adorable. <laughs> and, and she says, well, yeah, that would be cute and all, but I can't afford to get my van fixed. And my aunt, you know, not going to mention it, but my husband's really pissed about it. He says, hey, that's the whole thing is it's free. 
I just want you to have dinner with me. And I was like, oh, dinner is not dinner in this situation, Mm-mm. Shauna. Mm-mm. And she says, no, I can't. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. And he's like, wow, you seem like someone who doesn't play by the rules, Shauna. This is ridiculous. Does this actually happen in real life? I need to know. Somebody tell me. Probably all the time. Really. It's this realistic. This is so lame. And he's like, this never so mind. Enjoy the rest of your minivan. I was like, ooh, good <laughs> burn. Wow. So then Shauna Sweet. looks out her kitchen window because ugh, her life is so hard. <laughs> and she sees the rabbits are back in her garden. She just reaches in a drawer because she doesn't have a knife block, apparently. She, they're just all shits just tossed in a drawer to get all banged up. Mm-hmm. Grabs out a giant knife. And then it immediately cuts to her skinning and cleaning a dead rabbit. And I was like, oh, Shauna, what did your neighbors think when they saw you doing that? Like, they, uh, okay. Gross. It was very graphic. She, like, meat cleaves this rabbit's head off. So just very quick scene in 1996, and they have made a makeshift stretcher to carry the old coach away from where he fell on the ground or something. I don't know. And Natalie offers Travis some booze. So I think it's just a quick thing to show you that Natalie and Travis are getting closer. In 2021, Natalie is falling down drunk looking at Travis's license. And was there a number on the license or a number on the I didn't see a number so I don't I wondered that too I was like your phone number is not on your license no no but she dials a number and maybe she's just a really good guesser because this guy answers and she says Travis and he's like sorry wrong number hangs up so it's obviously Travis and it was the same voice and everything he's like oh (laughs) not me Back with Shauna, and they're eating chili for dinner, and Jeff and Callie are there, and Jeff's like, this chili is really good. Is this a new recipe? And she's like, oh my god, I'm so glad you asked. Yes, it is. So this bitch over here, Callie, forgot to take the meat (laughs) out of the freezer because she sucks because teenager. So I killed a rabbit in the garden. I skinned it chin to anus and voila enjoy and Callie's like Jesus Christ mom and he's like okay um I think he keeps eating it though because he doesn't believe her he says he goes oh you're in a mood (laughs) and I was like okay that that chunk of meat that she brought out of the freezer was at least like five pounds of meat and I was like you're gonna use that for chili like how meaty is your chili and then you had one teeny tiny rabbit I don't know I don't believe it I don't believe it (sighs) I don't know Okay, so back in 1996, they've started a fire, and some of the girls are inside. They're offloading the passengers who died in the crash, I guess. And Lottie finds her caboodle, and I don't care if that's an 80s thing, that thing was a caboodle. Mm -hmm. And yay, she finds her pills. Still don't know what they are, but she's super excited. She takes one. Life is great. But she counts them out. You notice that there's like only a few there. Yeah, there's maybe a week's worth if she takes one every day, but who knows how often she takes it. Later, Shauna is sitting with Javi. Poor Javi. He's pretty sad about his dad, obviously. And now Shauna is sitting with the girls and saying how it's going to be fine because the plane probably has a distress signal. It's probably going off right now. They're going to be rescued tomorrow. We're, We're fine. Thaisa walks up behind some girl who's just standing there in shock maybe she's just another unnamed jv player and the girl says looks like you did Allie a really big favor by breaking her leg 
Okay, you missed an important van moment. All van moments oh, are what? fantastic. <laughs> well, they're sitting around the fire, and she's giving death eyes to Jackie while she's, like, pounding corn nuts. Oh, yeah. And she, Jackie's like, maybe we, maybe we should conserve food. And Van's like, oh, you want to save the corn nuts? And I was like, but not me, right? And <laughs> Jackie's like, never mind. <laughs> Uh, oh man that girl has been in several different shows and i can't think of any off the top of my head but i she she makes me laugh she's great so jeff is doing bills or something at the kitchen table when shauna comes up and says she's in a market for a new bed something king-sized and she grabs him and like shoves him down on the table and he's like what are you doing uh kelly's right here and she's like no she's at her boyfriend's and Shauna keeps going with this fantasy that she needs a new bed and she needs to test a few options. She's like feeling totally in control on a badass because she killed a rabbit today and she mm-hmm. doesn't play by the rules, according to Dipwad McGee. Um, <laughs> so back at the crash, they're sitting around the fire. Misty is clutching her axe, as one does. And Tyus notices that Laura Lee is upset. She's crying. She says that the crash is all her fault. She did something really bad. She was at her piano lesson and her teacher kept yelling, F sharp, F sharp. Hey, look, it's the title of the episode. Hey, there you go. So Laura Lee called her a bad word. You know, not out loud, just in her head, but God heard her and now they're all being punished because of it. So they sit there for a second and Van's like, so what did you call her? And Laura Lee's like, a cunt. And they all like start cracking up because at this point they're just like dirty and tired and hungry and traumatized and so they all laugh and this is when Lottie lets loose and says um I steal shitty clothes from TJ Maxx and return them for store credit and now I have like thousand dollars of TJ bucks and they're like <laughs> cool alright and as she's talking Misty's just putting her axe in the fire like don't mind me Jackie admits that she used to sneak downstairs when her parents were asleep and watch the color of night so she could pause it on Bruce Willis's wang And as she's talking, Misty kind of walks off with her hot axe over to young Coach. And she kind of, and Coach is like, what's going on, Misty? And she's like, hey, by the way, I cut your leg off. Um, Saved your life, but you're not out of the woods yet. And Jackie is asking Shauna, hey, do you have any big secrets big enough to, you know, crash a plane? And Shauna's like, nope, definitely haven't slept with your boyfriend. Mm -mm, Hasn't happened. (laughs) And as she's doing that, the Coach starts screaming because Misty is cauterizing his leg. She's just whacking that hot axe against the bottom of his leg <laughs> to stop the bleeding. Uh, 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 yeah. Of course. Okay, so back with Jeff and Shauna laying in bed after they have sex and he gets up to go shower and then he randomly says, hey, you were kidding about that rabbit thing, right? And she's like, oh, obviously. <laughs> and as he's now in the shower, his cell phone buzzes and Shauna picks it up and on the lock screen, which you idiot, hide your messages on your lock screen even i do that and i'm not i don't have anything to hide shauna sees a message from someone named bianca and it says tomorrow usual place 4 p.m don't be late Ooh. Ooh. of course it's bianca it's probably like his tax attorney it's somebody stupid it's not what she's it's saying. gonna be something stupid yeah a bunch of the girls are asleep now beside the campfire except for misty she's just sitting there staring at it then she gets up and walks out into the trees because she's got to go to the bathroom. A group of girls walk by talking about her and how awesome she is and how, I don't know how she knows how to do all this stuff, but thank God we would be totally screwed if she wasn't here. And Misty is stoked. And as she squats down to pee, she notices a red light 
flashing. She goes to check it out, and this is the flight recorder, the otherwise known as the black box from the plane. Yeah, the emergency transmitting beacon or whatever. Yes. So, grown Nat is leaving her hotel room, and she goes out and gets her in her cute little sports car. I don't know if that's a Porsche or what it is. but I don't know. I just said it was a beautiful little sports car. But, <laughs> so weird. It won't start. <laughs> so weird. What? Just as she's realizing that, Misty pulls in. And I was like, funny how that happened again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I was just getting coffee, and I saw you. Are you going somewhere? And she's like, I just, you know, happen to be off today and tomorrow, so where are you going? And Nat's like, well, like, I was going to go up north. And she's like, oh, to see Travis. But your car. Hmm, bummer. Um, Pete, how about I take you? It could go to sound like a fun girl's trip. It'll be great. And Nat's like, oh, fuck, whatever. Okay, but I'm driving. So she gets in the in Misty's little car, which I thought was a VW bug, but it's not. It's a Fiat. She gets in, and Misty hands her a coffee, which she conveniently has. And that's like, why did you have two? If you know you had you just were having to be wandering by, and Misty tells her, "Well, I always buy two to share. You know, like New York pretzels and bagels." And she just starts naming off things that she would buy two of to share. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we cut back to in the woods crash misty who is looking at the beacon thingy and she just goes ham on it with a rock and starts smashing it because she needs to be the savior she needs to be cool for these girls she can't have people saving them because then you know she'd have to go back to being banged in the closet by what is named delgado um so so she's bangs on it forever and the thing's still blinking so then she reaches inside and yanks out the wires and just gives like this gross smile because She's crazy. Psycho. She's a crazy, crazy girl. The end. I wonder if she thought that by doing that, it would mean 19 months out there. Or if she thought maybe just a couple of months and they'll find us and then I'll... Just a few, just a few extra days. Just a, right, right. Just a little bit more so I can have this feeling for a while. And that these girls will respect me and they'll love me, even though I can't play soccer and I just have to be the manager... But there's no adults here. I just want to be this person for a while. Because you've noticed at the very beginning, when the plane is going down, all the girls are like holding hands and clutching each other. And no one is reaching out to Misty. She's all by herself. And like, because these girls aren't close with her. So I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. Don't want to be. Oh, yeah. Misty crazy psycho bitch and the and i it went in the beginning when the pilots when they're going down they say that they're dumping the fuel and i was like oh that's gonna come back later must be they're like they're gonna try and siphon fuel either to start off like a search fire or whatever you know or you know i could see something or they had to come up with some reason why that sucker didn't just blow from here to kingdom come i don't know i felt like it was intentional for them to say that i was just wondering if the flight recorder or this beacon or whatever had been going off for i don't know let's say 12 hours like would they have not picked it up by then i obviously know that they didn't land where they were supposed to be for nationals so i just wonder if it's something that it has to actively be blinking or or transmitting in order for them to locate it or if it's something that like they can go back in historical data and say well it was here I don't know you back know, in the nineties if they could if they could go True. back or but I would yeah, I would think the same thing. But maybe maybe we're thinking of it as well, I mean, I don't know how many hours it's been since they crashed. It could have been like three yeah, hours, maybe. it could have been 
half a day. I don't know. So it's weird. Well, they were like leaving in the morning. Weren't they flying out in the morning and then it's dark? So I don't know. I was thinking maybe 12 hours or so. Enough time for someone to realize that the plane hasn't landed like it was supposed to. Yeah, their flight plan. They had to file a flight plan even with the private plane. So I don't know. It's weird. Yep. Anyway. If anybody knows anything about that, let yeah. us know. Or if you know anything about anything, could you just, like, talk to us? I mean, yeah, even if you want to like, talk about your Tell your that... cat's name. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah, like, what did you do last Tuesday? Or what are you going to have for lunch tomorrow? Just Are you also something. turned on by escalators? Because I need to know more people that are. Cause... And please, if you are, tell me what is your turn on about escalators? Because they seem really dangerous I to know. get private parts involved in. I'm just saying. Okay, well, that is it for episode two of Yellow Jackets, and I don't remember what the next one is. I looked right at it, too, and I can't remember what it is either. I know. I did, too. I just looked at it before we started recording, but it's out of my head. So, yeah, if you want to tell us any of the aforementioned nonsense, nothingness about your life, then you could do that in many different places. So many places and just pick one of them just pick one and that's fine and just tell them a few options tiffany just you know where can they do that you can talk to us in all of the places you can also check out these amazing memes that kelly makes because they are first class not like this plane's first class because that was only like they only had pop in the plane because it's cheaper that way and i was like lottie isn't your dad rich anyways Back to where you could let us know about if your dad's rich. You could go that <laughs> Facebook. Does he want to? Does he want to back a podcast <laughs> with four listeners? Uh, you could go to Facebook or Instagram at That's So Original Podcast. You can send us an email at That's So Original Podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website at That's So Original Podcast.com. You can like us and review us and follow us on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. Or, if you want to be real crazy, you can go to Twitter at That's So Pod and tweet us because I think Kelly checks yeah, that. that. I don't fun. get on Twitter. Um, yeah. I haven't in a really long time. I like Twitter. But I know she's on that quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Send us, like, so I, obviously I'm watching TikToks till like 3.30 in the morning. So if you want to do a TikTok, that'd be kind of cool. I, I would I would watch Maybe it. we should get on TikTok. Oh, I would Maybe. get on TikTok and I would post some crazy videos, but that's just me. Maybe we should. I think that's it. Isn't that all of the places? Huh? I think so. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. So any of those places, come and talk to us. Say hi. We would love that. Okay. Well, talk to you next time, next week. Bye. Bye. Dun, 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 dun.